Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's good? What's good? What's going on, y'all? You already know what time it is. It is Mo Sports TV. Week 11 recap. Week 12 preview. NBA. We're talking boxing. We're talking all lots of topics. It is Thanksgiving Eve, and I'm here with Matt Chi. Sersky, Ed's duck and wreck again. (laughs) (laughs) It had to work, y'all. I'll give give him a pass this time. This one was on us. This This one was our fault. Yeah. This one was our fault, but the other other couple times he was ducking rack. I don't give a fuck what nobody got. What up, I mean, what up, Double R? How we doing, boys? What's good, doing? fellas? What's good? What's good? What's going uh, on? Let's let's kick things off recapping uh, this past week. Double R's in the chat. I mean, obviously, the first thing on his mind has to be those goddamn Eagles. Now, obviously, uh, we all watched the Eagles beat the Chiefs the other night on Monday Night Football. And now my question to you was: This more so the Eagles coming out and winning this game, or was this the Kansas City Chiefs? literally and figuratively dropping the ball uh it's a little bit of both okay because obviously the eagles got the lead when they got the lead period right like they came back uh and that chief's offense was non-existent until that last drive of the game yep. so i will give the eagles the props that they were winning but i will not give them the props on the total win because it, they get saved once again you know yeah. the eagles love to get saved by by whether it's the refs whether it's a, a, a Kansas City wide receiver. Silly, dumb things, you know, go to Eagles' way, and they win, you know? And, you know, they're a great team, but... I can't even say I, anything If, right if now, it's dry so. weather, if, it, if it's not raining, I, I think that game goes a lot differently. Yeah, I, I, I think I had said it to you when we had looked at the forecast for that game that day that, you know, I, I like the Chiefs still, but I said the, the weather, the weather definitely matters. Um, going into it, I knew that if, the, if, like you said, if it was dry outside, Patrick Mahomes is airing that thing out a lot more than he was. Uh, they were forced into the run game a lot more. And listen, Pacheco was Pacheco has still had a great game. He though. had a great yeah. game, but I, I think uh, if Patty can take control of the air, I mean, they were getting who was Justin Watson, right? He was getting involved at a crazy <laughs> rate, bro. So uh, realistically, Patty was spreading the love. Uh, we just got to make some plays, man, on the other side of the ball. It's, so um, it's what's rough. crazy is that uh, the Chiefs could easily be 10-0 right now. And all three losses is because of wide receiver drops. If That's you remember gross. week one against the Lions, Kadarius Toney dropped the, ball. dropped the ball and it turned into a pick six. And, a, and he kept on dropping the ball. Yep. Uh, MBS this week. And then I forgot who they lost against to. The Broncos? Yeah, there was a couple of drop passes that, that led to that loss as well. The Chiefs could easily be 10-0. I still got the Chiefs as the favorites as the AFC. Um, I think the two best teams in the NFL did play on Monday, though. Okay. I mean, yeah, I can't. The thing is, there's nothing to really argue against that right now. Um, I think the Niners edged the Eagles out a little bit. But, hey, it's hard to, you know, make that point right now, being that the Eagles just beat the defending champions in the Chiefs. I do ultimately agree that I think the Chiefs win the Super Bowl this year, and I have them, you know, going all the way, uh, winning the AFC as well. But it was a good game, I guess, out of the Eagles. I'm just not moved. I'm not crazily moved and thinking like, oh, man, the Eagles are dominant. And that's not being a hater entirely. It's just, you know, you see the way that they're winning these games, and it's like, all right, at some point or another, luck has to run out, right? Right. I don't know. No, I agree with that. I mean... Like I said, the Eagles are an extremely talented football team, but they get bailed out a lot. And I've always said that. And they play down to their their opponents, but they also play up to their opponents. So, I mean, 
Every game is going to be a close one with Philly. That's what it's looking like. And they usually come out on top. Yep. So we'll see how it goes. You're funny, Double R. Calories don't count on holidays, bro. Come on. <laughs> Entirely. You will never be moved. It's okay. I accept it. No, nah, I mean, obviously, all the pieces you have on offense are, are moving. That's the thing. DeAndre Swift, I've loved that acquisition since the day that they got him. Yeah, that's that proving great. to be, you know, a great pickup. Uh, I can't believe they were ever thinking of giving Boston Scott and uh, Kenneth Gainwell carries over him. Now that you're seeing his production, I mean, that like that pickup moved me. Um, some of these wins, they're just not, though. Like, it, it's the way that they're winning games. We talked about it with the Jags last week, and we put that clip out on Instagram. You don't watch the Jags and think that this team is just like, over the top insane and now the eagles obviously are the best one of the best teams in the nfc but i don't watch them and i'm like they're running away with you know the super bowl and the lombardi this year <sighs> so when they play let's let's talk about the 49ers now because they have another impressive victory back-to-back very impressive vic- victories over pretty decent teams yep um Ed, Ed put this in the notes, and I guess it, it raises a, a legitimate question. Is Brock Purdy and Brandon Ayuk top 10 in their in their respective positions? I mean, Ayuk could possibly be top 10. Top 10 wide receiver position so feeble it's right so now. It's so stacked, too. It's like, it, I guess he deserves it, I guess. But, like, he has it. He's still, I don't know. Yes, yes, he deserves. He's top 10, but he's, like, at the end. Are you taking Brandon Ayuk over Keenan Allen? No. Are you taking Brandon Ayuk over CeeDee Lamb? No. Are you taking Brandon Ayuk over... I mean... Yeah. It's it's tough. Cooper Cup, no. Right? Yeah, that's Puka, what I was thinking in my Puka head. Nakua, Cooper Nakua, no. Probably I, I would not, take him right over now. Nakua. You think so? I would take him over Nakua. Mm, it's yeah. close. I would take him over Nakua. I wouldn't take him over Cup, though. Are you taking Brandon Ayuk or Calvin Ridley? Right now? Ayuk. Ayuk, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's really that top 10. Brandon Ayuk or Mike Evans? That's tough. That's really tough. Like, That's tough. Evans in a better situation. I'll take Evans. Evans in San Fran? Oh, oh my man. God. Raps. Raps. And I mean, said it. There's too many good wide receivers. Um, it's, it's just a stacked position. Now let's talk about Purdy being top 10 because... I don't know about all that. I can't lie. The quarterback <laughs> position is looking pretty stacked. We put it on the Instagram. Uh, I think it was Kurt Benkert, his top 10. And um, it was decent. It, it wasn't anything too outrageous. But what I uh, what I noticed was number 10 was Josh Allen. So if Josh Allen's at your 10 spot, then does that are you taking Brock Purdy right now or Josh Look, Allen? I, I'm not taking Brock Purdy over any of these elite quarterbacks because when, when shit got funky for Purdy, he folded up like a wet paper towel. Mm. When when Trent Williams was hurt, when players were hurt and they went on that three game losing streak, yeah, we saw a lot of true colors come out of Brock Purdy. He got exposed, and like I said, there's a lot of quarterbacks that would do damage on that on that 49ers team. Look, Jimmy Garoppolo took them to the fucking Super Bowl. Bro, I'm like, okay, Gardner Minshew would be insane on that team. Real shit, like like is Josh Dobbs? Dobbs would go crazy. Dobbs would go crazy, man. I don't know. So I don't it's hard to call Purdy top ten and I'm not gonna give Purdy these, top ten. I can't I'm sorry. I can't give him that nod. Uh Purdy gotta prove he can do it without his number one. That's facts. Yeah, I need to be able to see that he can air the ball out. Hey, I talked about them getting Kittle more involved. I need to see his consistency in the pass game. 
he could, you know, dial up all the inside slants he wants and all the Christian McCaffrey, you know, uh, stacked, stack the box type of runs. But it's just I, I need to see it out of Purdy in the big moment. It's going to be interesting that that Eagles versus 49ers game is going to say, say a lot about a, a lot of different things. Yeah. We're gonna a lot is going to be revealed in two weeks. Let's just put it like that. Trevor Lawrence or Brock Purdy? I gotta go Trevor Lawrence because Trevor Lawrence in that offense would be potent. I don't know. There, there is tough. Is is he he say she say at this point? Ooh. I mean, if you're taking Purdy over Trevor Lawrence, what does that say about Trevor Lawrence as the number one overall pick, formerly? It, has he I'm not taking I, I'm just saying I don't know It's but close but even considering The that, fact that it's even being considered is, 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 is a problem for him a little bit But like I'm saying you know Trevor Lawrence is, is a young growing quarterback He still has to You know develop a little bit more hmm. I think he's still Very good For his position and his draft position Is Lawrence top 10? No Yeah not yet I don't think either one is top 10 so, yeah, not sure. Not quite sure. But what I do know is the 49ers play tomorrow. They're playing the Seahawks. So, uh, yeah, talk to me about how you're feeling about that game. So Gino's questionable right now. Gino's questionable. Kenny Walker's out. Yep. Uh, they got Charbonnet back there. Uh, what's up, Bones? He said name 10. That's a lot, bro. One thing I don't do, Bones, is when somebody tells me to name 10 players off the That's top of my head and I smoke too much pot for that, bro. I'm not going to be able to name 10 players off the top of my head unless I see those, see 30 players in front of my face. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the top 10 is roughly like it's, it's <coughs> Josh Allen. You got to put Dak in there with the way he's played this season. Joe Burrow. Lamar. Right? Lamar. Herbert. Patty. Yeah. CJ Stroud. Stroud. And then it starts getting a little gray. And that's where you can throw in. Uh, who else are we thinking? It, it's really tough. Jalen Hurts, obviously. Hurts is above, yeah. Like, you know, and then the 9-10 the spot is really feeble. So, that could, yeah, Tua. Tua, taking Tua over, sure. Yeah, and then 10 is like, do I want Trevor Lawrence there? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, we could talk Kyler, too. Kyler, Gino, hey. I was even thinking. Gino? Goff is in your Goff, look, Goff is in my top 10. Yeah, golf is in my top ten. Yeah, sorry y'all. Deshaun Watson when they when he was falling, maybe maybe he's at the massage parlor now. <laughs> Did we say Burrow? Yeah, we said Burrow. Yeah, right. Burrow's in there. But yeah, you know, there, it's yeah. there's a lot. It's a stacked position right now. Yeah, and um, yeah. So tomorrow they're going to Seattle. It's in Seattle, twelfth man. How we feel? <sighs> that Niners yo, nine point favorites, uh, I believe. Uh, listen, it's Thanksgiving. It's a divisional game. Mm -hmm. Seahawks are home. It's at night. At night. If Geno plays and is 100%. Plus seven. I love the, the Seahawks to cover. I love the Seahawks to cover. Will they win outright? Possibly. It's a divisional game, like I said. No Kenny Walker. Is this the Zach Charbonnet? This might be the come out for the, for the Charbonnet Chardonnay. You know, we play each other in fantasy as well this week, and I think you have Charbonnet on your roster. I do. I have him as a flex. I picked him up. Interesting. Very yeah. interesting. He's at the flex. Events. He's at the flex, Bucko. Mm. But 
I think no, nah, I think he has a good game tomorrow. I was predicting. Uh, one of my friends asked me, Noah Brown or Zach Charbonnet this weekend, and I said Charbonnet because I think he's going to give you uh, about sixty yards of production at Man. least two, three catches. I mean, with no Kenny Walker, he's going to get volume tomorrow. Despite See, Noah Brown is more riskier. He has the way higher ceiling than Charbonnet. Is what I'm trying to say. Noah Brown has put up 172 yards two weeks ago, and then another like 130 yards back to back weeks. The only difference now is that off a cliff this weekend. He could because Nico Collins is back, and that was when Nico Collins was out or Tank Dell was out. Mm. All three of them haven't been together playing healthy. Is what I'm trying to say. And they're playing the Jags defense. The Jags defense is solid. So okay. this might be the week that uh, the Texans, you know, fall off. They've had a nice little Cinderella three weeks, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but, all right, prediction is they cover. The, the Seahawks cover. The Seahawks cover. Seahawks cover. But I do think the Niners win. Mm. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Seahawks won. The Seahawks are a good team, bro. I don't know why people are acting like the Seahawks aren't a good team. They're, no, they're a good team. They, yeah, they still got a squad. They still got pieces. It's the NFC West. NFC West is the NFC I mean, West. Says, uh, the Texans really got a squad. You want to talk about last weekend's game with them? Man, CJ Stroud is just just continuing to be HIM. Timmy Turner. This guy, there's nothing he can't do at this point. You know, like he he's diming people. Left and right. Uh, I don't know if you saw the clip. Did you see the NFL Films clip today of um, his center had a really wet jersey and the, the his sweat was leaking onto the ball before C.J. Stroud got the ball? Oof. And the touchdown that he threw to Dalton Schultz was sweaty. Was He couldn't grip it. And he said, I'm sorry, it was a bad ball. I can't fucking grip the ball. Yeah. And um, he made the equipment manager... Switch his switch the center's jersey. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Because honestly, yeah. this was the the game that oh was kind God. of yeah. <laughs> the pause police in the chat. Um, the best Ohio State quarterback by far. Yeah, definitely. Hundred percent. Um, hundred percent. This was honestly his worst of the past game of the past three weeks. Uh, you know, he had a couple interceptions and in he did. He didn't he have three? He had three. He had three interceptions. They still won the game. Still though. got the w, like, that's, It's crazy, man. I uh, I really like what the Texans have going on. I mean, up and down, though, we forget that they've been building pieces for a little bit now. I mean, D'Amico Ryan's hire was fantastic. Everybody knew that that, he, that was a good move, right? CJ Stroud, you know, not everyone was sure on that, but it panned out. Damian Pierce, we talked about him a couple weeks ago and how he had a great season last year, his coming out party. Let's not forget they drafted Derek Stingley Jr. Mm. with the top five pick just mm. a couple years ago. True. And now he's all of a sudden coming into his own. If he could stay healthy, they have some pieces over there. I don't, I don't know. I like what they have going on. They have well. a great future ahead of them. Let's just put it like that. They yeah. have Houston. We have a, problem. a lot of a lot of pieces, but I don't think they're going to do any real damage in the playoffs. Not this year. They could possibly upset one of these one of these teams in the first round, but that's that's the most I could see. From yeah, it, you know, I agree. But agree. you know, CJ Stroud. People were telling me uh, I posted the uh, the CJ Stroud MVP clip today on YouTube, and somebody was like, "Well, you're talking about rookies uh, winning MVPs. Jim Brown did it when he was a rookie. Do your fucking research, dude." I was like, first of all, bro, my mom wasn't even born." With my fucking Jim Brown, won Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Fuck you. He won it in 1957. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. It hasn't happened since. It's very hard for a rookie to win MVP. So with that being said, I still don't think CJ Stroud is is the favorite in the MVP race. Obviously, it's looking like Jalen Hurts when it comes to the uh 
when it comes to sportsbooks odds right now. He's like plus 200 or so. Yeah, but it, it was only ever really a conversation because there was nobody running away with the award. There's no, been nobody that's kind of head and shoulders above the rest so far this year in terms of MVP. You know, Patty Mahomes was a favorite just because he was Patrick Mahomes. Like, you compare Patrick Mahomes statistically to Jalen, uh, Jay, um, Justin Herbert, what he's done this season. And honestly, they're pretty close, but everyone wants to rag on Herbert a lot more than obviously Patrick Mahomes. So, you know, it's just, it, it's here nor there. And that's why it's still, uh, it still is a conversation. And I, what? This is crazy. Um, I can see Houston doing what Jacksonville did last year. Yeah, or like Buffalo when they first snuck in the playoffs maybe like four or five years ago. And uh, I remember them when they were all in the locker room like watching one of the games to see if they uh, they made it in. And, you know, I could see that happening with Houston because they do have they do have some young pieces. So I'm excited to see their next few years, especially with Stroud. Um, let's talk about the Cleveland Browns real quick. Mm. Deshaun Watson obviously out for the season. Mm -hmm. They had Don, uh, they had the rookie playing, but that ain't it. That ain't it. And two, they hired. I mean, they just brought in Joe Flacco the onto Joe the Scheiss. onto the practice squad. Yep. Is that going to keep them? What is it? Is it going to keep them relevant? Is what I'm trying to say. Is it going to keep them? You know, here. It depends on if the Steelers keep winning football games. If the Steelers can stay above water, that's really the determining factor for me because the Ravens are obviously running away with things. You know, that's just an, a, a loaded up squad over there. But other than that, like Joe Burrow is down and out. The, the Bengals are down and out. Sorry, I mean, but I don't know. Dorian Thompson Robinson is going to keep the job, I believe. I don't know about that. I don't think DTR. I mean, that you bring in a guy like Joe Flacco, you're not bringing him in to just ride pine. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I, I like Joe Flacco though. You know, he's he's a good serviceable old head. You he know, is, definitely. Um, will he able to get Amari Cooper the ball? We'll see. For fantasy reasons, I hope so. We'll see. That's a big we'll see. Yeah. But uh, I still got the Ravens running away with the division at the end of the day. Yeah. Yep. Me too. Maybe the Steelers can make the playoffs now that Matt Canada got fired. Mm. Uh, how do we think the Steelers' offense is going to change with? Matt Canada being gone. I hate to say it because he's a Jersey guy, but I don't think anything changes when you got Kenny Pickett and just a wet noodle of an arm back there. Hmm. I can't lie to you. Did you know that Kenny Pickett has just one career game with over one passing touchdown? Yeah, DeVito has has, has just as many. Just and that's has, no, he has more. He has more already All in three right, games. Bro, an undrafted free agent in three games. It's it's not looking good for, for Mr. Pickett. I can't, I can't lie. Ocean zone. Ugh. You it's, hate to it say sucks. It. And I really don't. One thing I do like about this Steelers offense is Jalen Warren. I can tell you that much. That boy they're is finally, nice. And finally, I'm finally, they're finally realizing that Najee Harris. Harris is dog shit. Yep. And I think, I, I don't know. I think the Steelers still have a shot to make the playoffs. Like they keep winning. They do. That defense is nice. Defense is top notch. It keeps uh, ball games. And now they have a new OC. So let's see what happens. Maybe they get more aggressive, and hopefully Jalen Warren keep continues to get more volume. Yeah, and find a way to get George Pickens the ball for Christ's sakes. That too. Jeez, let your guys you know make plays in space. Let's see something out of this offense because it's just it's it ain't good. So let's talk about Cincinnati as well. Joe Burrow. Out for the year. It's Jover. It is Jover. 
Jake Browning, though, looked kind of decent when he came in, though. He was throwing the ball a little bit, bro. So are the Bengals all the way cooked, or are they, like, medium rare? Well, I think the Bengals have an opportunity to run, like, a, a diet version of what San Fran has going on over there in terms of a system and just, like, trying to apply Jake Browning to – a, a working already kind of functioning system. You know, mm. if you could just keep him within himself and not try and do too much and let your guys, you know, you have all these wide receivers, you have a three headed monster wide receiver. Joe Mixon's been playing incredible. Let these guys make the plays for you. Let's not force Jake Browning into, you know, lighting, lighting it up on the stat sheet. Let him do dirty work. And if they could find ways to win like that, they could hang around in that division, especially if they win this weekend. Yeah, no, for real. I, I actually like Jake Browning, and I do think since he can still be relevant. What do they do once they're there? Pray. pray <laughs> Did keep, you pray today? Yeah, keep telling yourself any given Sunday. That's really, that's all you can do. I mean, that's like the Giants-Eagles game last year when we had to come on and give our predictions for that. Like, it was just brutal, brutal stuff. <laughs> We're only like a game out of the last spot. You don't know that. AFC's loaded, man. Loaded with mediocrity, though. Nobody's really coming out the pack like that and impressing. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. But, all right, another game going on tomorrow. We got Lions-Packers, of course. Um, what are your thoughts on this one? Because, to me, this is a prove-it game for the Lions in front of everybody. Obviously, they have uh, a 9-2 nine and, and two record for the first time in forever. I think it was like 19, you know, back when uh, Jim Brown won MVP back then, right, that right, long ago. Right. Um, but th this is their opportunity to show everybody on I just you know, don't understand. television. They're legit. <sighs> Matt, I just don't understand how people are still sleeping on, on the lines. You you just said a prove it game. Are we dead ass? They're nine and two. They beat the Chiefs. The casual prove it game. Look at the These lines. boys is here, man. Look at the spread. These up. boys is here. Look at the These spread. These boys right is now. here, it's only man. Seven and a half. I think that should be. That, I, I feel like that's a fair. That's a fair spread, bro. I think they should, they're no. I that's a fair spread. It's a divisional State. game, prime time, seven and a half. That's over a score. That's that's a very high spread in Vegas. Look, the Lions are going to threaten the Niners and the Eagles in the NFC. I promise you right now. Eight and two. I'm sorry. Eight and two. Whatever. These boys is here. That offense yeah. might be the best offense in the NFL. And nobody's talking about this shit. Yeah. Nobody's fucking talking about the Lions, bro. Nobody wants to consider Jared Goff in the MVP conversations. Nobody wants to give Jameer Gibbs his flowers. They got a two-headed monster in Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. <laughs> you have Amon Ross St. Brown. You have uh, Sam Laporta, who's having a coming oh out Oh, my party. God. And the defense is coming together as well. So... I don't know. It's a prove-it game for the Packers and Jordan Love, not the Lions. I agree with that, too. But I don't know. Like, the Packers have nothing to lose because they're horrible. The Lions have everything to lose in this game because they're the ones that are 8-2 and two right now. But if they lost this game, everyone would be like, ah, it's the, you know, it's the Lions. Nothing shocking, you know. Back nah, to, back I don't to agree the, with the Lions that. losing. I don't agree with that. The Lions are here no matter if they lose to the Packers or not tomorrow. They're here, and they're going to threaten some good teams in that NFC. Recently biased media will count them out of the NFC if they lose tomorrow. Okay. Recency bias. That's media. fine. That's that's, that's fine. what I think. That's Obviously, fine. the ones the people that know ball know that they're here. But them boys is here, bro. ESPN will all of a sudden start, you know, taking off 
taking them off their top 10 list or something or whatnot. <laughs> but uh, all right, another game going on tomorrow. Commanders Cowboys. This one's going to be good, honestly. I'm I'm excited Look, for this one. I, I said yesterday uh, to a Cowboys fan, I was like, this is the type of games that uh, the Commanders win. They like they always upset the Cowboys or the Eagles once a year. It seems like they get smacked around by the Giants, but they always split with the Cowboys and the Eagles. Mm. And tomorrow might be the day the Commanders beat. The uh the Cowboys. I don't know. It could happen. Obviously, the Cowboys are the favorites. Cowboys Obviously, the Cowboys beat up on bad teams. So it's either gonna be a Cowboys blowout or a commander's very close win. Yeah. It's it's tough because Dallas has been kind of riding a high as of late. And I feel like they're due to come down. But then again, on Thanksgiving, America's team, it just, you know, it seems to Jerry Jones and this big, you know, the bright lights. I'm going to ride with Dallas on this one, but it just wouldn't shock me if, you know, we saw one of those anomaly games from Sam Howell where, yeah. you know, they just ball out. Like he all of a sudden decides to compete randomly with the good teams. So I, I don't know. I, I'm taking Dallas, though, if I had to pick one. Nah, for sure. Um, okay. Let's get off of the Thanksgiving games and do a little bit more of a, a preview. Yep. Bills versus Eagles. Oof. Should be a decent one, huh? It's going to be a close one because it's always close when it comes to the Eagles. It's always fucking close. Uh, but I do think the Eagles ultimately come out on top on some bullshit once again. You know, it's going to happen. And I don't think that is it time to throw Dak into MVP talks. He definitely should be because, like I said, nobody's running away with it. That's no, the thing. no, no. If, if I mean, no. Five guys right now he's probably the fourth or fifth guy that's not mvp talks top five mvp talks is like top three in my opinion mm, i think he's like fourth on the no like, uh, odds list but um okay, cowboys haven't back, won, in, won enough games going back to uh bills eagles i don't think this is a game again where the eagles come out and like trounce the the bills i think this is a game where we see another sean mcdermott you know just stains in the drawers and you know <laughs> something goes wrong for them that just seems to be the name of the game with the Bills, and it seems like they just can't get anything rolling uh, when they're facing, you know, legitimate opponents. So my prediction is that uh, I'm going to take Eagles 27, Bills 17. Yeah, I'm I'm saying Eagles 24, Bills 21. Mm. It's going to be a close one. Down every G every game is close. Every every game is close with the Eagles, it is. and um, they're going to get bailed out somehow. Somehow, Just put it, like that. It, it it always it always comes down to it. Maybe some zebras get involved in this one. Uh, you know they do. They love to. They love to. All right. Uh, we were talking about the Texans a little bit. Them and the Jags. We mentioned, you know, this is going to be a good matchup for both of these teams. Who has to prove it more in this one? Mm. Is it the Jags that kind of have to show their legitimacy beating up on a quote-unquote not great Texans team? Or is it te the Texans trying to prove that they are legitimate beating up on the Jaguars. This is just a huge divisional game in general. This is going to decide who wins the division. This is going to be like, this is the game of the week, in my opinion. Low key. So too. Low key. This is the game of the week because this is going to be a slugfest. Yeah. An absolute slugfest between two young and up and coming teams. What up, Ricky? How we doing, baby? What's good, dog? Yeah, no, it's definitely it's going to be an offensive, you know, just chaos, and I'm I'm excited for it because I have both of those quarterbacks in you know a fantasy league of each. So 
I'm yeah. hoping for a lot of points. I'm no, hoping for I'm, a lot I'm of hoping points. for it too. And uh Jags and OT with the W. What's the key to the game for the Jaguars? Get ETN going, in my opinion. When they yeah. get ETN yeah. rolling, it opens up their pass game so much. ETN has to cook. Kirk has to cook. Ridley has to cook. The whole offense just has to cook in general, bro. Like they have the offense to make it happen. But more importantly, they're gonna have to stop CJ Stroud. Can it be done? There's so many pieces it, it, offensively. The, the wrong part, the the shitty part is that CJ Stroud can get picked off three times and he'll still he'll win the still game. Win the ball game, man. It's because you so know, it's like, how do we beat CJ Stroud? They don't have uh, NFL teams just don't have enough info on him, don't have enough tape on him, mm-hmm. and haven't figured him out yet. He hasn't been figured out yet, and that is a dangerous thing in the NFL. When a quarterback has not been figured out yet or a system has not been figured out yet, it gets real dangerous real quick. It gets scary. And, I mean, they even brought in Mills Mafia for a snap at one point. So, you know, if you got Davis Mills coming out. Mills Mafia. You know, they got a dynamic offense going on over there. But, no, I I like the plays that they've been drawing up. They've been doing some crazy cooking. Obviously, you have so many pieces to work with over there that – Bobby Slowick kind of just let the man take the play sheet and they're they're gonna go do their thing. And like we mentioned, the uh the Jags defense is solid. It's not great, like it's not over the top moving. So I wouldn't be surprised uh to see the Texans steal another one here, honestly. I wouldn't look, it's a coin toss on who wins the game in general, but uh I do think it's gonna be a slugfest. I think it's gonna be a barn burner. So if you had to take Jags minus one point five or Texans plus one point five. Wait. Texans plus 1.5, but like that spread is irrelevant. 1.5 is it's just a money line it's a game. game. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm rolling. I'm, I think I'm rolling with the Texans, man. And that would leave them at seven and four. It's crazy. Mm. Crazy. He's got to be in your MVP talks if he wins again this week. I agree. I think he should already be in MVP talks. But uh, Ravens versus Chargers. I, I think this is going to be a lot closer game than what people think. I think this is going to be a fun game to watch. Obviously, you know, the the Chargers lost once again to fuck shit. To absolute fuck shit. They're bad, man. They're not a Quentin Johnson dropping the ball. Quentin Johnston will be bagging groceries sooner than Staley stinks. Staley stinks. And you just got Jay Herbo ruining, wasting a prime. Yeah, they're wasting his shit right now. It's kind of sad. It's very sad. I don't know what really you can do to fix it at this point because it defense, can be fixed. It can be fixed. It's just they need a new fucking coach, new bro. Coach, but they the need a new coach. Can't stay healthy. I mean, that video of Austin Eckler I put in the Facebook group is atrocious. Man. <laughs> he looked very like he literally he looked like a fullback. Like it was he looked like Eddie Lacy chugging down the sidelines. It was <laughs> embarrassing almost, like how slow he looked. I don't know. The injuries are just coming back to bite him. But like I, I don't I I really don't think that's like their environment. Green Bay coming from LA, you know, that's just like uh slow and fucking cold and bullshit. I can't I can't go for that though. Like I still need you to not be a fat shit running down the sideline. Like Austin Eckler, you got open field in front of you, and he's just like you have Bro, so you're gonna base you're gonna base you have linebackers. Austin Eckler's season on on this. Austin Eckler's season? had a bad season. Yes. No, he hasn't had a He's bad dis- season. He's just He's he, he was hurt for four games, and last week was his first like not good game. Other than that, he's put up great 
I don't know about great. great. Stats. It's, it's not it's not Austin Eckler statistics. That's for sure. It's not what we're accustomed well, to. They have more. They have more weapons now. So it's like, oh, it's but they're not. They're, they're losing less games. So he has. Oh my goodness! This guy has one game with above eighty rushing yards, and that was Week One. And he missed weeks two through five. Week five was their bye. All right, need, but you you, you know we're judging Eckler off of rushing yards once again. Like you know he's he's a he's a catching run, running back. He's a he 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 he's a screen guy. He's a he, in three of these games he had less than twenty five receiving yards too. Yeah, it's just, and I that's need a to problem. See, I need to see more. They need to be better. They do. It messed up your time touchdown. Yeah, the, yeah, it, it would. Uh, I can imagine that. So this weekend, I'm, t- I'm taking the Ravens, though. I think they covered the three and a half, too. I'm going to take Ravens by five in this game. That's a fair assessment. All right, let's move on to the uh, to the NBA. Mm. I saw a really good graphic uh, a couple of days ago, and I was like, yo, we got to talk about this because it's going viral in the group as well. Yep. And anytime something goes viral in the group, I want to talk about it in the, uh, on yep. the pod, of course. So they're like, one pick one guard. To start a franchise with Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, SGA, which is Gilgis Shea, Gilgis Alexander, and uh, Tyrese Maxey. Who do you got? I mean, I'm, to I'm pick one guard to start your franchise with right now, as of right now. It has to be Anthony Edwards to me, just being that he's just he. Uh... He feels like the most grown. It's between him and SGA, definitely. I feel like they are head and shoulders above the other two, though. Like it's, I feel like that's a coin toss because I could see either side of the ball there. They both play great defense, too. Offensive horsepower from both of them. I got to go Ant, though. I just like his team. Uh, Ant, Ant is the most bona fide star out of the four, but I do think SGA has a more complete game than Ant. SGA will get double-digit assists or rebounds a game. He handles the rock a lot more than Anthony Edwards. But Anthony Edwards... You know he's giving you buckets. He's going to give you buckets, and the Timberwolves are off to a very, very hot start. They're number one in the West. And he's guarding the other team's best player every single night. I think they're number two in the NBA or number one in the NBA behind the Celtics. And they're, like, second in defensive rating. Or for, they they're killing first, it. Honestly. They're killing it. It's... uh. Yeah, they're and a lot of it has to do with Anthony Edwards. Obviously, a, a lot of credit should go to Gobert and Cat uh, as well, but it's mostly Anthony Edwards. And Nas Reed. <laughs> Shout out to Asbury. Yes, but um, honestly, SGA has the more complete game as far as overall. Yeah. You know? yep. He could do literally everything on the court, and he gets his team involved, and he took a dog shit team and made it really good as to it's where something. Anthony Edwards yeah. – his he has, GM, he has more pieces. Has more pieces. I yeah. mean, look, Chet is a great piece. Don't get me wrong. Giddy's a great piece, too. But they're not Gobert, Cat status yeah. yet. There's, you know? there's a they're difference not. between veterans and then these young guys, you know, and in, in the intangibles more so than just statistics. That's kind of like the, the off-the-court stuff that kind of matters, definitely. And um, as far as the other two go, uh, Maxi sample size is probably what – 15 games of the volume that he's been getting right now. Obviously, he's yep. had an excellent start, and so has Tyrese Halliburton. They, all four guards are absolutely great guards, but I'm taking it as far as experience goes at this point, and who's doing the most, and who's been doing this shit. Yeah. SGA's been doing this shit, and Edwards been doing this shit. Yeah, Their mother two are just starting. Yeah. 
I don't, I have no comment about Halliburton or Maxi just because I like, it feels almost redundant when I say it. I, I think they're good, but they're just not superstars. Then they're not elevating the rest of your team the way that these other guys are. Halliburton might with his assists, but they're not winning ball games and like because of it as of yet. I need to see him taking over and winning ball games for them. His defense has been really bad this season too, like notably falling off. I also have noticed Maxi is getting a lot of his points off of drawing fouls. He learned a lot from James Harden in his fucking tenure. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that's that's the Sixers ball game right Man, we, about we now. Haven't, we haven't heard anybody talk about that yet. Oh, I'm gonna I've seen it on on Twitter, and that's what made me realize. I'm like, yo, he really is a foul merchant. Him and Embiid are foul gods, bro. Yeah. They're absolute so, foul gods. Forget about it. And the rest of the NBA is catching on. And the refs are catching on, and that's why uh, the Sixers have lost two out of their last three, and they're playing the T-Wolves tonight without Embiid. So they're about to lose three out of, out of the four. So let's see what happens with the Sixers. They went off to a really hot start, eight and one. Mm-hmm. Now they're eight and three, eight, eight and four, I think, something like that. Yeah, they're coming down to earth a little bit. Coming down expected. to earth. <laughs> as expected. Who's gonna? Who's the uh, leader in the MVP race? Is it Chet or is it Wemby? Rookie of the year race. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, Wemby would have to get either hurt for like two plus weeks, three plus weeks, or yeah, no, I just don't see an instance where Wembenyama doesn't win it. Like to see a guy. I agree. Like, it, it would have to be. It's almost like LeBron and Carmelo, right? Back in the day when Carmelo had statistically beaten LeBron in basically every category except for maybe like points per game. I think that was it. But every other, you know, statistics he or no, it was just assists that LeBron had more of. Melo beat him in every other category and LeBron won rookie of the year. Why? Because a guy like that of that caliber with that type of hype, they're not gonna have him lose. Come on. I agree. I agree. So uh let's move on to boxing. Mm. Shakur Stevenson last weekend had a fucking snooze fest and i'm talking about a snoozer i put on the fight and i fell asleep before it came to an end Oof, that's a problem and i'm a huge shakur fan i'm a big shakur fan he's from jersey yeah i'm rocking with him yada yada but that fight was fucking boring and even though he won it kind of exposed him a little bit yeah it forced his hand almost in a sense of like he had to resort to you know just winning points wise mm-hmm. rather than and dominating know, his opponent in what we've seen from him it's mm-hmm. like he got scared and was like all right i just got to make sure i get this dub that was it and uh what i did see he's starting to cop please he was like yo i was hurt mm-hmm. this out of third this out of third or no no he was sick he was sick double r says hurt hurt or sick one, one of the of two them. quote unquote yeah. we're gonna see next fight though if that's cap or not mm. But until then, people are going to sleep on Shakur. I'm still fucking with Shakur, but that, that fight made me go to bed. I can't lie. That yeah, fight rough. fucking sucked, bro. And that's, like, one thing, like, that's going to turn people to UFC more so than uh, than boxing. If we're just getting these types of technical little, you know, dink and doink type fights when you're supposed to be a headliner, bro. Like, he's supposed to be one of the more up-and-coming boxers that's kind of putting it back on the map. And that, that ain't good for the sport, bro. And it isn't good for the sport. Um, and last topic of the night, mm. Angel Reese. Hey yo, has gotten like 
I don't know if she's suspended or getting benched constantly. Her grades. Supposedly it's her grades, but I saw a video on Twitter mm-hmm. of her chucking up a, a bad shot of uh, first two minutes of the game. First two minutes of the game, she put up a I guess you could say it's a bad shot. It was a very reckless shot. Okay. For a beginning of a game. Heat check. <laughs> it was a heat check on her first shot. Off rips. Yeah, and it was a deep three, and I think it went off the backboard. Oh, man. The coach benched her for the rest of the half. The star of the team, quote-unquote. That's kind of crazy. Star. Yeah. Mind you, they lost a couple of games before that. I think there's some internal beef with Angel Reese. And they're not telling anybody. as And the coach, because Angel Reese, you know, she's a cocky girl. She talks a lot of shit. Well, she... she, uh got kind of obviously she had a great march last year and then uh, all of a sudden she went on like a PR tour and she went on a PR tour she got fucked by all these rappers and all these NBA players instead of studying and getting better as a basketball player and that's what happens she got fucked instead of watching film she didn't do film and chill she did Netflix and chill you know what I'm saying so Mm -hmm. that's what happens and now her game is showing that Wow, they're saying she's the Meg the Stallion of the, uh, <laughs> the women's college basketball scene. That's a good comparison. Like Sheesh. she was acting real bougie, real, real corny, yeah. real corny, and she did a PR tour, like you said, after. And I don't think she took ball serious yeah. since. Yeah. Since she won the championship, she hasn't took ball serious since. It's a damn shame. It's a goddamn shame. But I think that's gonna wrap it up for this week. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yes, sir. You already know what time it is. We'll be back on Tuesday, hopefully. Yeah. Because we haven't had it on Tuesday for fucking three weeks, and I'm tired of it. Yeah, we're back next Tuesday. We're back next Tuesday. I don't give a fuck what, who says what and what, what, what. We're back on Tuesday. And I appreciate y'all for tuning in. I love y'all. Most sports. Let's go. Deuces.